did the division get harder to win? Are the Pats a number two lock? Can they challenge the Bills? Did the Dolphins and Jets improve in free agency? And is Emmanuel Sanders a good fit? We'll talk more about this and a lot more on the Red, White and Buffalo Blues. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey UK Bills Mafia, this is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go Buffalo! Woo! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues. Matt and Alex here as always. You can find us at UK underscore Bills on Twitter at rwbb underscore podcast on twitter as well alex how you are how you getting into free agency frenzy well technically free agent starts today right yes it does yeah it does that's <laughs> what i told yeah. you a couple of days ago when you wanted yeah, to do this yeah <laughs> but it's the uh, it's the legal tampering period that we're discussing today and uh um i mean the the biggest bit for today, if you're listening on Wednesday, the 17th of March, is teams need to be kept. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, that. Uh, you know, I'm not Irish, so I don't care. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, happy St. Patrick's Day to those that do care. Uh, it was a big <laughs> day in Buffalo. Buffalo really celebrated hard that day. Um, but for, for the NFL, uh, teams need to be kept compliant by 4 p.m. Eastern. That's 8 p.m. our time because they've already started their daylight saving time. So we're thinking a lot more guys could be cut, uh, especially from the teams that are over the cap still. And that's the Rams, the Eagles, Packers, Saints, Giants, Bears, and the Texans are just a wee bit over via sport track. So um, shifting the focus to the Bills free agents, uh, I say no news is bad news in terms of retaining <laughs> Levi Wallace, Isaiah McKenzie, and Dean Marlowe, right? What do you think? Well, they're, they're all being, they're all restricted, um, restricted free agents, so they've got to be tendered on there. It's, I think they've, I don't know, I don't know. I think it's, it's well, I mean, possible. I don't think they're going to tender. Um, no, they, they said they're not going to tender him, yeah. but um, it's now a question of can they get him back, especially like on a um, on a on a vet minimum, especially in the case of Marlowe, maybe McKenzie on there. But I don't know. Levi I, Wallace I think was maybe in... only Marlowe, but I think Wallace and McKenzie might require a little bit more money. It's it's possible. I mean, it's it's interesting how they've actually gone for that. I thought I thought after taking care of their own with. Milano Williams and Feliciano and restructuring um Matikevich, Morse, um Addison, all that. That they would actually look to prioritize a little bit more that would be you keep the majority of starters in. Mm-hmm. I think we what we've got most of our starters from both offense and defense are re-signed in, which is um which is a good thing. Um we've still got a fair few more free agents um uh, left and um, on there, so Barkley being one of them. Um, Andre Roberts has now um, shifted, uh, shifted. So he's in Seki. We've traded Lee Smith, 
for yeah. a late round yeah. 2022. <laughs> How do Who's like, yeah, we'll take a guy who wants to retire for, a, I mean, it's probably like a sixth or something or a seventh, but still. Either it's, way. It's something. Either way, Bean, Bean, Bean saves two and a half, two and a half million dollars mm-hmm. and gains a pick next year for a player that's going, that was contemplating retirement. Is there nothing that this guy cannot do? That's a power move for sure. Uh, uh, the one thing that I did read uh, on The Athletic from uh, – Matt Fairburn and Joe B said that if you look at Trey White, Deion Dawkins, and Jordan Poyer uh, as prime candidates for players who on their long-term deals can move money, like I talked about in a few shows ago, take some of their salary and move it to a signing bonus, therefore lowering uh, their cap hit for the current year, and then it gets divided out over the remaining years. They said that we could gain up to 15 million in cap space. That would help for re-signing Wallace and McKenzie, and if that's what they want to go, or if they want to use that money for something else that we'll talk about later in the show. Uh, I think that- you have to bear you have to bear in mind that they're yeah. going to need six point, I think five to six million for the rookie. Um, the rookie pool, but although that can depend, well, that, that can that, vary. That, that's already factored. Okay. So that's not okay. part of the money that we're talking about right now. That's already built in and doesn't need to be discussed. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Uh, we move on. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. So but that's no. really, that's really not something that you need to worry about. If 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 we end free agency at like plus set five hundred thousand we'll still be able to sign our rookies because that money is already reserved. Yeah. I think, I think what also we're um, uh, new and seen there's potential. I don't know. This is, this is in the back of my head. The thing on that, I read somewhere, I'm trying to find the article itself. Somewhere. That, that the bills actually um, potentially can get a compensationary pick next year based on the, um, the free agencies. And because we've already, we because obviously we've re-signed um, Milano, uh, um, Milano uh, Williams and Feliciano again. The fact that they're potentially not tendering um, Bohorquez, um Kenzie, Wallace, and all that, maybe they're looking a bit further ahead. So who they brought in at the moment? They brought in um, Sanders and um, how did they pronounce it? They say it's pronounced Hawk. Yes, it is Matt pronounced Hawk. Hawk, but uh, I, I'm really proud of my tweet where I said that uh, I'm going to call him Hack until he earns Hawk because Hawk nails punts in the coffin corner and Hack shanks punts. So if he shanks some punts early on, he's going to get called Hack until he earns the pronunciation of Hawk. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, in, it's interesting what he's, actually, um, what he's actually doing on there. And I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk a bit more about the bills, um, the bills free agents. They're actually out there, um, and just see what that means. Do you think we'll actually resign them? I mean, you're looking at Levi Wallace, walk on. He's actually been a a productive starter, not the uh, not the best, but he's a serviceable starter that you would think you'd bring back. You've got Bohorquez. Does he 
they price themselves out of it. They tender him. It's got to be two point something million. Maybe Hack has actually um uh is a bit less, but it's it's interesting. It's interesting to see what the moves will actually be going forward. I mean, this is the first day of of the actual free agency, so. Yeah, I think that we're saving uh, probably about a million on the cap by um, by signing Hawk and uh, letting go of Bohorquez. Um, some of the biggest stuff that I, uh, I, you know, I did a Google search for Matt uh, Hawk highlights and nothing came up because, you know, let's spend two minutes on punters and no more. Um, he is more of an accurate guy and Bohorquez has a cannon for a leg that has led to more um, touchbacks and uh, hack is more of a guy who gets hang time and allows our special teams to go down there and make tackles. So that's what we have here. Uh, okay. That's, that's great. You know, uh, we, we hated Bohorquez and then we grew to love him and now he's gone. Thus is life. No more special teams talk time for there's the big no, one. There's going to be no guarantee that they'll keep hack on. A hawk on, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, they I say they is. say it's three he's years. Out of three years, I think that means that he's going to be your guy, and we're moving on from Bohorquez. Other than that, I mean, why bother? Mm, yeah, I mean, it just depends. If he gets, if he doesn't get, if he doesn't get picked for the um, start of the season, if he doesn't get um, signed up, I could potentially see them actually um, going back to him. But that's just my opinion. To to who? To um. To uh, Bohorquez. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it before. They sign him. I mean, uh, yeah, I I don't think they're going to because I think that he would want that maximum of 2.7. And I think uh, Hacks. I mean, we saw, we saw, we saw with Hauschka. They actually signed him to a to extend his contract. And then that season, they cut him for Tyler Bass. Yeah. So you're not necessarily going to. there's not, nothing's guaranteed. They may have signed that three. He may have signed that three-year contract, but there is other. There's still other other yeah. factors putting in. But yes, that's... yeah. I mean, there's got to be a reason for them doing this if they're going to bring back Bohorquez. I can't imagine them just throwing money around for no reason. But again, it's the punter, and we've already spent too much time talking about it. Okay. Under the birthday boy, Emmanuel birthday Sanders. Ah, oh, yes. Turned SMU. 34 today. Oh, 34. He's younger than me. Fuck. <laughs> he's as old as... Well, what I, turned, I... I turned 35 in December, so he's... The hell is I wasting my life? He's 34 and he's already getting these sort of contracts. I'm just sitting in front of a computer talking about it. Well, could you ever have become an NFL wide receiver? I don't think so. I'd probably be a kicker, to be honest. <sighs> yeah, there you go. Sebastian Janikowski, you have that same kind of body size. Anyway, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders, 34 years old. Is he seen his best days behind him? I, I don't know. Uh, the good news no. is the good news is is that I mean at 34, you don't really get a lot of production out of guys at that age. You got to be real special to be productive at that age. The good news is, you know, we're not talking about our wide receiver two, you know. We're arguably looking at our wide receiver four, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if if we're looking at you know relying on Gabe, it's all about Gabe Davis's pro- projection, uh, his progression, and and where they see him. If they still see him as he needs another year, 
then Gabe Davis is our, you know, fourth wide receiver again, where Brown was the wide receiver three last year. Um, It's all about the targets and where are the targets going to go. I maybe don't see more than 500 yards for Sanders. If he gets that good luck, you know, Um, it's going to be tough. The good thing, the good news for him is he came to a team that loves to use four wide receiver sets. Uh, we ran the second most four wide receiver sets last year. So uh, he, he knows what he's getting himself into. You know, you, you, you have a conversation with the guy. It's like, hey, you're going to bring me in. You already have Beasley, Davis, and Diggs. You know, what are you going? What do you want from me? And Bean said, we're going to get you the ball. I mean, a guy doesn't sign if he's not going to get the ball, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, he's got he's got um, versatility. He actually um, last year he played four hundred twenty five snaps outside, and actually two hundred twenty five snaps in the slot. He actually can um, he can he pretty much is a an experienced version of McKenzie in a way because he does do the sweeps every so often um, on there, and he's had very bad quarterback. Um, quarterbacks i'm just trying to find i don't know where it is i think it's been posted up somewhere i'm gonna have to go back and have a look at it but he had he's had some pretty um pretty shitty quarterbacks throwing to him yeah he had his career. He a lot of breeze through his injury time so he he had Taysom hill throwing him the ball for a few games yeah i mean yeah. who else did he had he's had um he was in Denver, he had the year with Peyton, and then whoever replaced Peyton after he retired. There we go. In his past five years, he's had 168 passes off of uh, Trevor Cinnamon. Simeon. Simeon. 100 passes off of Case Keenum. 79 passes off Drew Brees. 61 passes off Jimmy G. 44 passes off Joe Flacco, 32 passes off Paxton Lynch, 29 passes off Brock Osweiler, and 17 passes off Taysom Hill. Yeah. Now, with the exception of Drew Brees, possibly Jimmy, maybe, that, not, that doesn't inspire me, that, that wide receiver, that, that quarterback um, that being received throws from. And obviously now yeah. he's coming into Josh Allen, who, who actually likes to spread it around and actually... Mm-hmm. Most more likely fit the style that um sons will come in and fit the style that the bills are um the bills are looking for. Yeah, Sanders is a great route runner. Um, you know, it's just at, at his age, I hope he can still get separation. Um mm. is he better than Brown is gonna be a big conversation for all of Bill's fans. I think he's on he's on he might be a little bit better. I mean, John Brown, he was more more sit, situated on the outside, mm-hmm. he he barely did any slot um, work. He made he put the odd slot um, slot play every so often, but he's more of an outside um, outside guy. Whereas Sanders, he's a bit more of a, a bit more versatile. But he can play inside and out. So I think they're both on about the same sort of level. Maybe I'll just have Sanders, maybe just in, uh, maybe a, a notch or two just above, just for his ability to. To play, um, to play inside. Breaking news: John Brown signs with the Raiders, one year, three point seven five million, with an upside of five point five million. Yeah, Adam Kaplan. Okay. So he's making less than Sanders, 
but if we would have kept him, you know, he would have been making more. So it was depends, it depends if he were, it was we don't know what we don't know what happened in that room, whether he actually um it was a straight out cut or they were actually looking to to uh, restructure because well we, we based hit... off Brown's comments, I mean Brown made the comments that you know, like they didn't talk to me, they just straight up cut me. That Brown, okay. So I don't know, it, it it's so, interesting to find out what's actually um what's actually going on on there. And I mean Maybe he maybe he didn't. Maybe there was indication that he wasn't. But as I say, good luck, good luck to him in um in in Las Vegas. Yeah, I mean, uh, Brown's money in Las Vegas er, is worth more than Sanders' money in New York because uh, Sanders has to pay a lot more state tax, and you don't have to do that in Las Vegas. So yeah, U.S. is weird with how you pay your taxes. It's not a, it's not as easy as it is here where it's all just the same. But anyway. Yeah, so Brown goes, makes less. He clearly didn't want to take a pay cut with us, or we didn't even ask him to, but we do have Emmanuel Sanders now. And, uh, I mean, I like it. I like this guy. He'll be able to, you know, he'll be able to make plays, and in, in he, he's better than whoever was our fourth option if we didn't go out and get a wide receiver, you know? Duke Williams, mm-hmm. Jake Cumro, Sanders is better than those guys. So it's good in that sense. Where yeah. it does get a little tricky for me, is that uh, you know running four wide receiver sets, signing Sanders, having four good wide receivers, it lessens the need for a tight end. And the overnight news was the Lee Smith trade. Are we going to go out and get Zach Ertz? That's interesting. His current cap hit, if we trade for him, is $12.4 million. If we let the Eagles cut him, then he goes to free agency. It becomes a bidding war. If the Zach Ertz rumors are true, and Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network was really fueling that fire last night by saying, Sanders is great. Let's see if the other thing happens. So there's a lot of clamor about this. Um, Hmm. It looks like Ertz is a uh, trade and restructure or it's a he definitely wants to come here he'll pick us in free agency if it's a trade later today what are you giving up for zach Ertz if that rumor is true giving up your your late round picks on there he's yeah. what 30 he's 30 what 30 32 30 he's 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 a year younger than Travis Kelsey, I won't give up too much for him. I mean, hell, give him the give the Eagles um, as part of the picks the um, the one we got for Lee Smith next year. Yeah, I'm on there. But to be honest, I mean, I would rather wait and take take the chance in um, in uh, in free agency. Yeah, um, because you're then going to have to make all these things, and you can get you can get serviceable younger serviceable um guys in the um in free agency they're going to cost less than if you're going to actually trade for um for zach Ertz. i mean looking at it i mean they've they've been there's rumors going around that gerald gerald everett las vegas you get him he's actually 26 he's actually um he's actually started to improve year after year going up on his um 
on his receiving. You've got, if you want the veteran presence, take a flyer for a year on Jared Cook. You can get him for a vet minimum, save that cap space if you want to go big for, say, a, um, for a uh, high but reasonably ended um, cornerback. And all that. I, I, I just can't, I can't see. I think we're going to give up too much with the, um, with the, um, with the signing if we do trade for, um, for Ertz. I mean, yes, don't get me well, wrong. You just said a late round pick. So now you're saying too much is a fifth rounder too much. No, I, I mean, too much as in the amount of picks, especially this year. If we're, if we're in that mode, yes, we've got, um, it can then potentially focus us on the defensive side um, during the draft. But is he going to, are we really going to be doing New England, doing what New England um, used to do when they had two, two tight end sets? I mean, we were, what, 13%? We're second bottom below, ironically, New England in the amount of two, um, two tight end sets. Mm-hmm. Are you um and are you actually then bringing bringing um Ertz in actually potentially restructuring to have more to bit to obviously got more money than Knox but you're paying him to be to back up a to back up Knox or are you actually having Ertz as your starter and actually hamper Dawson Knox's progress? I don't think it hampers Dawson Knox's progress. Here's the weird thing about Dawson Knox. Uh, he didn't play tight end until college. He was a quarterback in high school. He didn't get targets in college. We drafted a guy in the Josh Allen mold of this guy can do it. We just got to coach him to there. So I think if you bring in another tight end, you let him start and you continue to groom Dawson Knox. It's, it's better to learn via, you know, coaching via practice, via tape, than in the game, because in the game, you have to produce. And in the game, Dawson Knox has a fair few drops and a few mistakes where you really can't let that cost you when you're trying to win a Super Bowl. So bring in a guy who could really work with him as well as you give Knox another year to figure it out. My issue with Ertz is, you know, uh, Injury history is is well. It's it's the cap hit, honestly, because if we're talking about trading for him, then we're gonna have to restructure, and he's gonna, you know, I'm sure we're asking that before we talk to, you know, before we make that deal. But um, the one thing that we do have over the Eagles is leverage. Hmm. They need to get rid of his cap hit, so they can't really ask for anything more than what we're offering when it comes to the trade and the pick that we give them. Yeah. So if he's willing to negotiate after we get him, you know, the Eagles can't be like, no, I want a three. And we'll be like, LOL. No, you're going to get a four. You're just going to cut him. Take something, take a five, take something. It's better than we don't even have a fourth. Yeah. Right. You're going to, so you're going to have to give up. It's like, take a fifth. You're going to get nothing, take something. And then, you know, we're going to have to restructure him. I mean, this trade has to happen before four o'clock Eastern anyway, because that's when we have to get under the cap. So this can't happen late tonight unless we do restructure our other guys like we talked about earlier. Um, it's I don't see it coming to fruition. I think it's interesting. Right. I wonder what Cynthia Freeland is talking about, about this room, whatever rumor it is, if it is this. 
Um, but Bean is probably didn't get any sleep last night. He's if if anything, he's been working on this through the night. I mean, but but this maybe is the point. This is the biggest it's thing. Let me, ask you, let me just ask you real quick. Yeah. With the wide receivers that we have, do we need a Zach Ertz at tight end? I mean, how many targets are real? I mean, we talked about this. Anthony exactly. made this really good point. How many targets are you taking away from our wide receivers to give to Zach Ertz? Is it worth exactly. it? Exactly. Just pay Tyler Frost the vet minimum. Bring him back. He knows the system. Yeah. Bring him back. Well, I'm I mean, you look. I mean, yeah. I mean, look. We yeah, we, yeah. we 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 gave an offer to Gronkowski. So don't get me wrong. Tight end. They're trying is something. Yeah. Is um something they want to improve on, but you don't spend big money on a on a tight end, even if it's like multiple year contract, unless you can get the cap hit quite low. Um, you don't spend big money on on Pekin where you can say you can sign your own in Croft, or you've got the likes of um, Jared Cook, um, Jesse James, um, Tyler Erfitt, those Gerald Everett, um, all those type of people who can come in on the same on the same money or a little less money and actually be that serviceable um, serviceable backup. Yeah, I just, I really hope that in the offseason, Knox is ready to take that next step uh, so we can rely on him. Uh, for the fun of free agency in the offseason, it would be great, you know, to get a guy mm. like Ertz. It just brings more attention and recognition to the Bills, and that's never yeah. a bad thing. Uh, you know, no matter what happens, get him, don't get him. I trust Bean and McDermott. 100 yeah. percent uh and i've never been able to do that <laughs> before with any of my sports teams so, so so that's great and i'm really glad about that so let's let's move on then let's go um and top of the show we did say we would talk about the um the rest of the afc yeah and all the afc east yeah so the pats they yeah, clearly were the pats have the biggest news everyone's yeah. talking about the pats patriots 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 hunter henry Johnu Smith, Nelson Aguilar are the big ones. Matt Judon, Jalen Mills, Kendrick Bourne. I don't but see Cam Newton is still their quarterback. I don't see them scaring me that way. I mean, yes, they go on defense. They actually, um, they feel like they've they, they've improved their defense a little bit because obviously they're getting high high tower back. Yep. Um, they're getting potentially Patrick Chung back. Yep. You've added um, Judon in there. Yep. Um, who was the cornerback they signed? Um, that was well, Jalen Mills is a safety. Yeah, he's well, he can play a bit of yeah. corner. Yeah, um, on there, back. but they that's the only thing that really that they've done to improve themselves on that their offense. Yeah, you're paying big money to guys that would be um, third, maybe fourth string guys on other teams. Yeah, for anyone to say that Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne, along with whomever they have currently, scares you is really not a good conversation to have. Uh, Just... You will lose that conversation. Signing Hunter Henry as well as Johnny Smith is very interesting. Um, Cam Newton's favorite target in Carolina was his tight end. So maybe that's what they're going to go with. Um, then you look at, you look at Jonah Smith his, 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 in his, in his career, four years, 
157 yards in his first year, 258 yards, 439 yards, 448 yards. For a guy that's actually commanded the 50 million, yeah. you would expect to have a little bit more production out of that. And also, if you're looking at Hunter Henry, um, he's a year old, he'd be in there a year longer. I mean, what has he had? Um, 478, 579, missed a year. Um, 652 and 613. So you're getting a better deal for less money with a little bit less money on there. You can, I can see why they've done it. They were like 3.2% in two tight end sets. And Belichick had his success when he had Gronkowski and um, Hernandez and had tight ends coming out of their ear, their ear hole <laughs> on there. But it's not something. It's not something that's going to worry me. I mean, everyone says that we can't defend the um, can't defend the tight ends. What was it? I read. I don't know if it was on the group chat or not. But the when matches when we played Kelsey, we actually gave up six to five yards. If this is a regular season, I can't remember the yeah, um, he the playoff. in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, but we've we've been able to hold these tight ends we i think we were quite low were we low against it but off the top of my head i can't remember um tight end maybe one of our maybe one of our um, listeners can actually have tweets to say in the game kelsey had the touchdowns but we held them to good yardage but yeah so uh, we are we are good i mean it's just a case of um of just work on that defense just to actually um to help improve it more i think I think I'm not worried too much about it. I mean, even with the with the Dolphins and their signings, I'm not um, I'm not worried about um, not worried about that. Well, one as well. thing with the Patriots for a second wasn't it that Gilmore said that he was done with them? Yeah, but he's still you know on he's still with them, so I don't know what the move is there with him. But I mean, shy, signing. Um, uh, ooh, what was his name? Hang on. Signing Judon really does make a good defense better because they're getting oh, yeah. guys back. They're getting, like you said, Hightower back. And who was it? Chung that also sat out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't get, don't get me wrong. That's defense. on that defense. I'm more worried. Let's put it this way. I'm a little bit more worried on their deep with the, with the um, Patriots defense. Yeah. I'm going to, I, I won't lose sleep over it, but I'll lose more. Yeah. If you compare both of them, offense and defense, I'll lose more sleep over the Patriots' defense than the Patriots' offense. For sure. And, I mean, they still don't have a running back that scares you, and Cam Newton still just isn't really that guy. Yeah, So exactly. That, yeah. Uh, look, so, you know, can the Patriots challenge the Bills? I'm saying no. No. But our biggest challenge last year was Miami. And they didn't do much. They uh, traded Shaq Lawson for uh, Roderick McKinney, a uh, really good linebacker, but he's basically just replacing Kyle Van Noy, who they released. Um, they signed a tackle. Uh, they signed Malcolm Brown, the running back. They signed Jacoby Brissett. Um, other than that, really, Miami's done nothing to get better in this tampering period. So... You know, I still put I still put them as number. I still have them. I see them more of a challenger than the um, than the Patriots this season, regardless of. And the fact that we walked all over them in the two games too, so that's oh, pretty yeah. good. 
Um, yeah, but with, with the moves they've made, with the moves they've made, and what they have, what they have and haven't lost, I'm more. I would have. I would say the Dolphins would be the ones that would be more of a challenge than the Patriots. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I think that they'll. I think those two will definitely fight it out for the second spot. But mm. definitely rounding up the rear is the Jets. They go out and make a splash with Carl Lawson and Corey Davis. So they have that there. Justin Hardy, cornerback. Um, we don't know what they're going to do at quarterback still. Mm. Are the Jets like- anything to worry about? Not yet. Are the Jets anything? You know, Corey Davis was very inconsistent in Tennessee. Carl uh, Lawson's a good pickup for them. But, uh, you know, I think that we'd very much trust our line to handle that. I'll give it a year to what they do under Salah. So I do rate Salah as a um, as was a good defensive coordinator, even though we shredded him on there. Yeah, he got he's got that he he screams McDermott process to me. Salah, uh, you know, you you gotta you gotta prove it. You know, there's been a yeah. lot of guys like him. Oh yeah, go and I try. To I agree. Turn around an organization and really can't do it. So yeah, I agree. I mean, he's he's got he's got to prove it. But yeah, the Jets me, are a tire fire. So good luck to him. But uh, yeah, yeah the, the AFC East is still ours. You know, for, there's still time in free agency. There's still the draft. Mm-hmm. But with what the Bills have done and bringing back the guys that we didn't think they could. And adding Emmanuel Sanders, um, looking probably to sign, uh, looking to the draft, probably only going to be defensive pieces, if anything. So I'm feeling really good about this year coming up. Yeah. Say. So, yeah, so it's, 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 in, it's interesting to, to see now what they're going to do now with um, free agency officially, um, fishy open. Well, they, yeah, um, I mean, they got to find more cap space. If they're going to bring in anybody, they got to find more. Yeah, yeah. but I, I say Bean, Bean seems to be this um, this magician. Yeah. Um, they yeah. can get the bills out, um, out of any sort of tight, tight spots. And he's looking to the future rather than, um, rather than present. So he's looking at future caps and actually how to work into the contract, which I think is probably the best way to go mm-hmm. for it. Because that way then you know it's going to you're looking ahead so you're looking at next year i think it's going to cap's going to go up to 210 million or just a tiny bit more yeah so he's got more cap down to play with and getting those deals done and the moves done he's done now yeah. and puts us in a better position um going forward so yeah and that's why we talked about um you know moving guys money for the mm. cap hit onto next year because the cap will go up yeah so if we want to find space that's going to be what we do mm-hmm. And then we'll see what else happens in free agency. Uh, you know, yeah. in terms of targets, you know, we talked about that with Anthony Marino. So check out that show. It's just our last show. Um, so Bills fans, how do you feel about how the legal tampering period in free agency has gone so far? What are your thoughts on Emmanuel Sanders? Um, nothing really to complain about for me. How about you? You're good. I'm good. I'm all good about it. I mean, they've done they've done what they need to do. I'm I'm kind of surprised maybe that they haven't um they didn't look at Brisa McKenzie or didn't or, or not thought of um Curtis Samuel um as a, a potential free agent, but it's the free agency is 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 still in its infancy. Yeah, so. I mean, there's, well there's gotta be something that Emmanuel Sanders brings to the table that Bean and McDermott really like. And Dable, I'm sure Dable had a hand in that too. Is like, 
you know, you, you go and ask your coach, Hey, can you use this guy? Do you like his tape? And it's like, yeah, I can do something with that. Go get him. And then they also, McDermott and Dean did have um, Samuel when they were at, um, I think, I think they did maybe for yeah. a season, not at Carolina. Yeah, but even McDermott had him in Carolina. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll see how it gets. I like I mean, Sanders and I'm fine with that because yeah. he's a guy who's proven he can do it. And I think he, he has one year left of his legs. I think, uh, you know, 34 mm-hmm. might be pushing it, you know, we'll see, um, you know, with the, with the conditioning, with the system and the program that we have, we have every opportunity for him to become his best player at his age. So, yeah. So that brings us to the end of our tampering, uh, tampering uh, episode. Um, next episode, what I want to get down with you, Alex, is we're going to want to do some uh, mock drafts actually uh, with different scenarios. Okay. So do we have one where we take a running back in the first round? How would the rest of it look? If we took a edge in the first, how does it look and all that? So we'll do a couple of those on the next episode. Okay. And um and obviously recap any other free agency signings we actually um we actually get. So if you've got anything else to to add. No, I'm good. All right. Okay. So for, for Alex, this is Matt. Uh, keep following us on uh, on social media at UK Bills on Facebook, uh, Bills Backers UK at RWBB underscore podcast, uh, UK Bills on Twitter, Buffalo Bills UK on YouTube. And all we've got left to say is enjoy the um, enjoy the free agency. See you next time. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for listening and go Bills. Go Bills. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.